Welcome back to Real Estate Happenings, your go-to podcast for all things real estate. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how to properly list a million-dollar home. What would you like to say to those sellers, Laura, that are listening, whose realtor has said to them, staging is not going to work. We Mm. should not stage your house. You know, I have had pushback on staging before, and I think most of the time when people say that, it's because they don't want to pay for the (laughs) staging. What do you think? I hear a lot of the time that these sellers are listing these million-dollar homes with an agent who's giving them Mm. a discount. Well, if they're getting iPhone photos, that is definitely (laughs) not not lavish marketing. Are Are you ready? ready? Welcome back to Real Estate Happenings. Today, I'm your host, Nancy Almodovar. And wow, it has been a while since I've hosted an episode, but it definitely feels amazing to be back. And wow. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cut. Cut. And it feels so good to be back because as... You guys know the real estate market is crazy right now. I have had, I mean, we've had listings that have gotten 52 showings within the hour. We're working on new builder developments. We recently launched our developer services division. We are working on a new condo project that we just got. We are announcing our new office in Galveston. We just announced our new office opening in Sugarland. Can we take a break? I need to pause real quick because I need some water for opening all of the things Opening memorial I'm office out. soon. Memorial office coming Floribong. to <laughs> By yours. With that being said, we are back here with my co-host, Laura Bunk. Hey, Laura, how are you doing? Hey, Nancy, I'm doing well. I'm glad to be here talking about my favorite thing, real estate. We're addicted, aren't we? Yes, we live and breathe it all day. You know, I'm excited about this podcast because today we're going to be talking about something that, of course, everyone asks about, we all love to do, and it is... I want to say not done most of the time if you are not with the right agent or the right agency, mm-hmm. but um, how to property properly list a million-dollar listing. Yes. Want to dive in, Laura? Yeah, I would love to dive in because I agree with you. I think that you know agents can be lazy, so I'm sorry to anyone listening to this who has worked with a lazy agent, but... Here at NAN, we are not lazy. We hustle, and that's a reason why we get million-dollar properties. So excited to chat about what to do once you get one. Totally agree with you, Laura. And today, we want to give some pointers of what it is that you do from start to finish. You have the listing agreement signed. Mm -hmm. The seller has heard your pitch. They decided to go with you. You know, what happens next? Where do we go from there? Yeah. Go. Well, you know, I think the first thing we should talk about is once you get the listing, whatever you said, whatever you pitched to get it, it's really important to follow up and to actually do those things and do them well. Because remember, as agents, I mean, we can lose a listing as easily as we get one. So it's really, really important to show up, be professional, and do everything at the highest quality that we can, especially when you're talking luxury listings. Um So that said, I mean, there's so many points and things that we do, Nancy. Where should we start? Grabbing the attention of 
buyers for this property. You know, I think we're the only <clears throat> we're the only industry where we're unemployed every 30 days. <laughs> and when I say it, you know, it's kind of harsh, but it's true. Very. You know, we are unemployed every 30 days, so you definitely have to be on top of your game. How are you attracting these buyers and mm-hmm. what type of marketing are you doing to get sure. them through the door? Yep. Because putting a house on the internet, doing a prayer to the real estate gods, hoping it sells, and a sign in the yard is not going to get the no, job done. No, And people need to remember, agents need to remember that listings mean getting more listings. That's the goal. So it's important to market your properties so you actually sell them. But in my opinion, it's even more important to market them properly so that I get more of them because then I'm not unemployed in 30 (laughs) days. Good point, Laura. (laughs) Um, So with that said, you know, I think that the first place that any buyer is going to find a listing is going to be online. So it's super important that those photos are very captivating and that first photo especially that it engages the buyer to want to click through more um i think i talked with nikki last time we were on a podcast together about the first photo you use and unfortunately there are some homes where the outside just doesn't grab someone's attention so i think our first you know, our role is first to know how to market the home. So that comes with doing professional photography, knowing which one to put first. There are homes where I put the interior first. Um, Staging is a huge thing that you must do if you're going to put that interior shot first. But I think going back to the photos, it has to captivate the buyer. So we need a quality professional photos. um, And then just knowing which one is the attention grabber. What would you like to say to those sellers, Laura, that are listening, that whose realtor has said to them, staging is not going to work. We mm. should not stage your house. You know, I have had pushback on staging before, and I think most of the time when people say that, it's because they don't want to pay for the <laughs> staging. What do you think? I wanted her to say it. It was a trick question. I did not want that to come out of my mouth. It came out of hers. (laughs) Well, it's true. And, you know, sometimes it just depends on the client. Um, But, you know, if I feel very strongly that this house is only going to sell if it is staged and my client pushes back, maybe I take on some of that burden and it's a shared burden. And I can say with them, you know, I'm not going to pay for all of this because it's your property. But I believe in this so much that I will take on some of this burden because I know I want to get paid. That's how I have a, make a living. So if this house doesn't sell, it's a waste of both of our times. And I feel so um, confident in my stager that she's going to move this property. So maybe it's, it's just being frank with them. Agreed 100%, Laura. It's definitely the lavish marketing that sells these Mm million-dollar properties, and it's important for sellers to know that they have to ask these questions. Get a timeline from your realtor as to what kind of marketing are you going to do. Have you ever listed a million-dollar property? What is your company? How does your company stand out? Right. You know, because I feel like, I hear a lot of the time that these sellers are listing these million dollar homes with an agent who's giving Mm. them a discount. Wow. And 
you know, if they're giving the, if they're getting iPhone photos, that is definitely <laughs> not, not okay. lavish marketing. No. And I like what you said about the timeline. You know, maybe that's where I should have started is what my team and I do is when we get a million dollar listing, we, the first thing we do is we call our photographer, our videographer, who's sitting right here with us. Um, we call our stager and we get dates and times for each of those things. And we type out a timeline for our sellers. Here's when we need access to your home and here's what's happening. Um, you know, it's like you said too, people are going with these agents that I, I think how on earth did they get this listing? But I will, put, you know, I, I should probably not say this about my, my team and I, but we have messed up in the past. And there was one particular listing. It was a big over a million dollar listing and we had everything lined up. We were super busy at the time and these sellers, they really needed some handholding. They needed to know exactly when we were gonna be there to the minute um, they, they just expected that from us and I don't think they got what they needed from us and they went and listed with a Remax. We had everything booked, we were ready to go and they didn't believe that we could get it all done in two days. They were very anxious about it. So looking back, if I could talk to my younger self then, I would say slow down. With these luxury listings, you focus on them. You, you give them every minute that you can because that's where you want your referrals to come from. And so you sometimes as an agent have to prioritize what's gonna make me more money? This million dollar listing, if I slow down and give them my whole day or if I run around with, and I, every client is super important, so I don't wanna say it that way, but just focusing your time and making sure you know which clients need what amount of time. That Agreed makes sense. 100%, no, for sure. And you know, for you, that was a learning experience. And you definitely learn from it, having a timeline, being prepared, and it's a team effort. Absolutely. You know, iPhone pictures are not going to sell a home. Um, and again, nothing against other agencies, but you ha that's why we fought so hard for the Christie's affiliation mm -hmm. and leading RE is because you have to stand out. Yeah. And not just any agency can sell million dollar homes. I mean, it's just not that easy. Our team has an in-house marketing team, an in-house production team, and there's a reason for that. We have the best camera equipment, yes, mm -hmm. because I'm OCD on the quality of our presentation, but it's also the person behind the lens. Yes. You know, the experience and what they offer that is so important, so. The buyer wants that experience too. It's not just the seller in these million dollar homes. They need it's to see themselves exactly. In so it's the experience the seller wants to feel when they see their home online. Wow, I have an awesome home. And that's because of everything my agent did. And then it's the experience the buyer wants to feel, wow, I want to live in that home. And so you have to market on both sides almost. Agreed hundred percent. Again. Another thing that you know, I feel are lavish marketing, and I have to say lavish because I have to give credit to our marketing team that is just phenomenal, is the events. Nan yes. is known for throwing elegant, over the top. I don't want to say over the top, but Laura did. Over the top <laughs> events. I mean, we love a good event, and it's not like, okay, let's throw a party and no. just have some booze and invite a couple of people. Yeah. It has to be elegant. Yes. It has to fit the home. The brand. And the brand is so important and you have to attract the right people because you can definitely throw a party and everybody come and eat your food and have your drinks. Mm -hmm. But is it the people that you want there? Right. 
So an event is very important, but it had back to timelines. It has to be planned accordingly. Mm -hmm. How do you plan for your events, Laura? So when we do events, I'll plan several months out. Um, and I'll name one that we're working on right now that's not maybe as over the top as Nancy has done. But this one, um, we're doing a neighborhood event coming up this summer. And we're having a snow cone truck coming to our house, at my house, the neighborhood I live in. And we've already, Sam has helped us. We've already made mailers that we're going to send out, emails that I'm going to blast out to everyone I know who lives in the area. So we're mailing those out to everyone in the neighborhood. And we're going to send the email out to everyone I personally know who lives close to the area. Um, that sounds we, pretty over the top, Laura. It, <laughs> well, you know, I don't have a band or a DJ booked, but I will have my turtle box there. Hey, and it's a big loudspeaker. That's all you need. But we're doing a summer kickoff. Nice. So it's early June, and I'm really trying to farm my neighborhood and show my neighborhood that I sell luxury homes and specifically want to be in Briar Grove. Um, so we're inviting all of Briar Grove, mailing to all of them. We'll have the unicorn snow, co snow cone truck there. Um, but we've been planning this for a couple months now. So we had the idea, and all of our events that we do, we plan months out. We've already got our Christmas one. We have Santa already booked to come to my house in December with a coffee and hot chocolate stand. And maybe I'll have a band at that one. I don't know. I have time. But we plan months out. I love it. I definitely love it. So marketing. We've talked about events. We've talked about the production team. We've talked about the photos. You know, something else that we do and we suggest that everybody do for Million Dollar Listing, again, talking to those sellers out there, getting floor plans yes. for the home. Something, you know, I've had listings where the homes are 10,000, 12,000, 15,000 square feet. With Million Dollar Homes, something we do is we have floor plans. Mm -hmm. Because you want to be able to show the buyer when they walk through the door, the you know, when you go right, this is where you are. When you go left, this is where you are. Because it does take, you know, time to understand a home, especially a 10,000 square foot home. Yeah. And for them to understand where their bedroom is, where their children's bedroom is, where their parents' bedroom is. So... 3D tours, floor plans are so important because, again, as Laura mentioned earlier, it's about the buyer's experience as yes. well. Yes. And actually, my team and I, anything over 500, we're doing all of those for. Um, just because I think catering to the seller, we pitch it as, I don't want to ask you, Mr. Seller, to you know, interrupt your personal life, leave your house, and our feedback be, oh, we didn't like the floor plan. Well, I want to provide those to the buyer before. So we know that they've seen those, they know the layout of the home, and that that won't be their feedback because it is inconvenient to ask your sellers to leave. I love that. I love that. Great suggestion. Wow. Well, we just covered a ton of information and we hope that this was very helpful to these sellers that are listening to the realtors out there who are trying to get a million dollar listing or those sellers that are trying to sell one. It's not just anyone can sell a million dollar home. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. And you could be sure to follow Laura on Instagram at Laura <coughs> underscore bunk underscore Sorry, homes. <laughs> Laura, thank you so much for joining us today and make sure to follow Laura on Instagram, guys, at 
at Laura Bunk Homes. And you can follow me at Nancy underscore Almodovar. If you like today's episode, make sure to follow us at Nan Properties for more episodes and send us a DM to let us know what you'd like to hear next. Also, give us a five-star rating so that others that are interested in real estate can find us. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.